your Bible with me to the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 6. God has been taking us on a series titled Enduring Temptation. The word endure there doesn't mean to accommodate it, but it simply means that overcome it. God has also helped us to look at some examples, particularly our Lord Jesus Christ being a perfect example. He was tempted like we, we have been tempted daily, but yet he never sinned. My prayer is that when the tempter come, you will not sin in the name of Jesus. I will not sin in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. So God is equipping us as a church, as individual, as family, as a community, as a nation, that we must overcome it. Because the, uh, the, the intention of the devil is to lure people into hell. He knows it belongs to hell. And so this whole idea of temptation or evil started from him, like the first day of this series. Now we are going to, yesterday we, we were looking at Temptation for sexual pleasure, and uh, we we were meant to understand that. Now this is this is the tools that turn great men to piece of bread. Yeah, according to Proverbs chapter six, from verse twenty-five to twenty-seven, this is a tool that turn men, great men, and women to piece of bread. That means to nothing. When you say piece of bread, that means you are saying to nothing. That is not your testimony. That is not my testimony in the name of Jesus. So what the few minutes of, of, of pleasure, the, the effect of it can be eternal. And we look at the example of King David, uh, you know, partly. So we'll continue from where we stop, and then we're going to be praying together. Now, turn your Bible with me as well. Uh, in that book of Proverbs, chapter uh, uh, 6, Proverbs, now we stop at verse 26 yesterday. So we'll continue from there. Proverbs chapter 6, we'll continue from verse 27. I will read from here, and then I'll need a volunteer leader uh, from one of the brethren joining us uh, uh, virtually this morning, who's going to read very loud. You are going to also read the book of 2 Samuel chapter 11 from verse 8. Uh, we'll tell you where to stop. We'll see how much time we'll have to permit us. Now, Proverbs chapter 6, verse 27. So it's a continuation of where we start. Can a man take fire in his bosom and his clothes not be burned? Is it possible for somebody to carry fire in his or her bosom? No. Number one, it's not even possible. Number two, if perhaps the person carries fire in the bosom, what will happen? It will burn the person. Now, that is just a literal, that's called prover. That's why the Bible, this, this, this book is called the book of prover. So proverb is like speaking to you in parable. Now, so it means that anybody dipping his hand into sexual pleasure or yielding himself to that temptation, what are they doing? Let's say it loud. What are they doing? They are playing with fire. They are playing with fire. They are playing with fire. Now, look at what the Bible when say, can a man take fire in his bosom 
and his clothes not be burned? Can one go upon a hot coal and his food not be burned? Is it possible for somebody to go on hot coal and his food is not burned? Is it possible? Yeah. It's not possible. Again, remember, his food is not possible. So again, that's another parable. It tells you how dangerous that can be. Now, he went on by saying, so he that goeth in, so he that goeth in to his neighbor's wife, please look at your Bible, whosoever toucheth her shall not be innocent. Men do not despise a thief. If he still to satisfy his, his soul when he's hungry. But if he be found, he shall restore sevenfold. He shall give all the substance of his house. Do you know what that translates to, 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 to you and I? Is that he's saying that in this case, the thief refers to the one committing immorality, the one committing sexual pleasure the one carrying fire in his bosom. So it's referred to as a thief. Now, with relation to his neighbor's wife. Now, but whoso committed adultery with a woman, lacketh understanding. Look at that. So anybody committing adultery, that means uh, having an, uh, an affair with a woman that is married or having an affair you know, with a with a, a man that is married that is not your husband or your wife, vice versa, the person said the person lack understanding. And the same book of Proverbs tells us that people that lack understanding, they dwell in the congregation of the dead. My prayer is that you will not lack understanding. Through this word, the Lord will give you understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. He that dwelt it destroyed his own soul. Just look at that. So engaging in sexual pleasure, not, I mean, yielding yourself to that temptation is, is, is a destruction, you know, for your own soul. Nobody wants to destroy their own soul. Your soul will not be destroyed in Jesus' name. A wound and dishonor shall he get, and his reproach shall not be wiped away. For jealousy is the rage of a man. Therefore, he will not spare in the day of vengeance. You know what that means? It was exactly what uh, you know uh, Absalom did to Amnon. So jealousy is the rage of a man. If a man caught caught uh, you know another man messing around with his wife, jealousy is the rage of any man. Jealousy. Our God is also jealous when he sees children running after other gods. This morning, in the name of Jesus, you will not run after other gods. In the name of Jesus, he will not regard any ransom, neither will he rest content, though thou givest many gifts. So that means there's no peace. There's no, you can't undo what has been done. And that's why you must be very careful. Now let's look at Second Samuel. Chapter 11. If you are there, you can read from verse 8. 2 Samuel chapter 11. 2 Samuel 11 verse 8. And he said to Raya, go down to the house 
and washed thy feet. And Uriah departed out of the king's house, and there followed him a mess of meat from the king. But Uriah slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants of his lord, and went not down to his house. And when they had told David, saying, Uriah went not down unto his house, David said unto Uriah, Camest thou not from thy journey? Why then didst thou not go down unto the house? And Uriah said unto David, The Hak and Israel and Judah abide in tents, and my Lord Jehovah and the servants of my Lord, and they camped in the open feet. Shall I then go into my house to eat and to drink and to lie with my wife? As thou livest, and as thy and as thy soul livest, I will not do this thing. David said to Uriah, Tarry here today also, and tomorrow I will let thee depart. So Uriah abode in Jerusalem that day and the morrow. And then and when David had called him, he did eat and drink before him, and he made him drunk. And at even he went out to lie on his bed with the servant of his Lord, but went not down to his house. And it came past in the morning that David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it by the hand of Raya. And he wrote, You are going to pray. Uh, you are going to pray. The grace to discern, the Lord will give unto us. You are going to say, Father, Father. fill me with the spirit of discernment. Open your mouth and make that your prayer this morning, Father, in the name of Jesus. Fill me with the spirit of discernment to be able to discern, to discern your mind, to discern what the enemy is plotting in the name of Jesus, to discern for signs and for wonders, for miracles. Lord, give me the spirit. Fill me with the spirit of discernment. Open my eyes to have access to the spirit of discernment. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Now, I want each one of us to mute our device as we pray the next prayer. Every written letter, every written letter, destruction. In the name of Jesus, the fire of God set them ablaze. In Jesus' name, you will not receive evil letter. Amen. Evil letter. Amen. Before the end of this year, before the end of this glorious month of abundance, you will not receive evil letter. Amen. Every member of you will receive evil letter. Amen. Let cancel. Amen. Let of negative doctors report cancel. Go ahead and begin. Go ahead and begin to open your mouth this morning and cry to God in the name of Jesus. I will not receive evil letter. 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 In the name of Jesus, before the end of this month. Before the end of this year, I will not receive evil letter. All the rest of my life, I will not receive evil letter. In the name of Jesus, evil letter of death, I will not receive evil letter of sickness, I will not receive any letter of sickness, 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 any letter of well, our next prayer is for our uh, singles. 
We are going to pray as many of our single brothers that are trusting God to settle down. But perhaps the means is not there now. The Lord will remember them for good. Amen. The Lord will remember them for good in the name of Jesus. Amen. You say, Father, Father, take all our singles. Amen. God bless you. If you are not praying, I want to encourage you to pray. Now you can go ahead, Brother Titus. And he wrote in the letter saying, Set ye Uriah, set, set ye Uriah the forefront of the hottest battle, and retire ye from him, that he may be smitten and die. And it came to pass when Anyone you have Anyone that may wish you death, that death will go to will, will go to them and their family in the name of Jesus. Amen. Anyone that may wish you or any member of your household evil, that evil will not happen over your life. It will not happen over your family, but rather it will go back to the sender in the name of Jesus. Go ahead. And it came to pass when Joab served the city that he assigned Raya unto a place where he knew the valiant men were. And the men of the cities went out and fought with Joab. And there fell some of the men of the people of the servants of David, and Uriah the Hittite died also. Then Joab sent and told David all the things concerning the war, and charged the messenger, saying, When thou hast made an end of telling the matters of the war unto the king, and if so be that the, the king's wrath arise, and he may say unto thee, Wherefore approach ye so nigh unto the city where ye did fight, knew ye not that? They would shoot from the wall. Who smote Abilene? Amen. Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, brethren, now from these two uh, scriptures that we read this morning, it tells us the great consequences of of sin, particularly sexual pleasure. So yesterday we understand that David. Uh, converted after another man's wife. Now, because of this, so he tried to get rid of the husband so that he can have his way. Now, enduring temptation. If one temptation is not overcome, it degenerates to another one. Young brothers, young sisters. Oh, enduring temptation. You are lusting after somebody. If you don't deal with that loss immediately, you know what happened? The enemy gives you an idea. And you can just text him to see how he's doing. After all, he's a brother in the church. You just say, uh, brother, so and so, I'm just checking on you. How are you doing today? You have refused to deal with the first one. Now I graduate to texting. From texting, he calls you, and then from calling, you know, from one to one step to another. That was what happened in the case of David. David, David 
was supposed to be protecting Uriah and his wife and his household, but he was devouring them. That was the greatest sin that David committed. God forgave David, but there were some consequences that came with it. Brethren, the consequences of sexual pleasure, if not overcome immediately, is very, very grievous. So David arranged, he tried to tell the man, go home. The man said, no, Uriah was a righteous man. The man, look at what he said in verse 11. 2 Samuel 11, 11. He said, how can I go? How can I go and eat? How can I go and lie with my wife? How can I go and do this? While the people of God are out there in the field, in the cold, fighting war. That's how you know who's a righteous man or not. Now, but at the end of the day, he now wrote a letter with, with, and gave him in his own heart. Now, if Uriah had, if God had opened the eyes of Uriah, he will have opened the letter. He didn't know that the letter that would lead to his own death, he was using his hand to carry. Your hand will not carry evil letter. Your hand, the hand of your family will not carry evil letter. In the name of Jesus, evil letter will not reach you. It will not reach me in the name of Jesus. Now, so this man carried a letter and he was placed at the forefront of the war where he knew, where he knew that he could not escape death, where valiant men stay. Valiant men are the top military officers. They are not, uh, you know, all the, the lower ranks. They are the people who give strategy, who are more experienced. Uriah was not in that category, but David arranged that this man be killed. And he was killed. But then God acquired his blood from his head. So, brethren, we must endure temptation. We must overcome temptation. Because the result is very grievous. Of course, you know what happened after thereafter. The baby, the, pro, the offspring, the fruits that proceed from that uh, ungodly affair, that child died. David fasted, fasted, prayed. The Bible even tells the elders, console him, they prepare him to eat. He said, no. And he prayed, he prayed, asking God for mercy. The same child still died. Your children will not die in the name of Jesus. Do you know that not enduring this temptation have led to having this different kind of children all over the world? There are many homeless children today because some men and women could not tame their desires. And that has produced children that have no father, no mother to look after them. That is one of the results. Now, for people that uh, you know, for people that are, that that are, they already have uh, children, what, what would you go and uh, terminate that child? God forbid. But anytime they see the child, anytime the woman or the man see, they will remember their past life. And brethren, if you look at except Jesus intervened, look at the life of some of those children. We know what becomes of many of them. Some turn out to be very terrible lives. Now, except for Jesus Christ intervening. Now, if there's anyone in our midst who perhaps maybe, uh, you know, your parent had you, uh, it doesn't matter the circumstances around your birth. I want you to know that Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus Christ, has cleansed you from your past. It has set you free. You have a new beginning now. 
it have, you have a new beginning. We have seen people, in fact, I know of a, of a servant of God in South Africa. Uh, now, this man of God, you know, he's, 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 uh, him coming to the world was, was a strange experience for his mother. His mother was working in a factory, and, uh, you know, and by then she was still very young. The, the woman was violated and, uh, you know, by unknown people, and that uh, resulted in, uh, in the pregnancy. The, she's, the man, the entire the man of God shares testimony said that now, he said that the mom tried everything she can to get rid of that boy during the pregnancy. He said, but the pregnancy won't just, it won't. And so eventually he had the baby. Today is a great man of God in South Africa. Now, this man, he said up to today, he doesn't know his father. The mother does not even know the father. Now you imagine that. Thank God for Jesus that saved his soul. Today now, those are part, but he still shares that story. You will never know him. That was the, what happened to his life. See what Jesus has done with his life now. And today he's happily married with children as well. Now, so brethren, if you don't tame the desire for sexual, the consequences are grievous. Not only in your own life, whether in the aspect of the, the, the person you are involved with, the family, the generations after David swore never left his heart. His own son rebelled against him. He lost that child. There was loss of peace in his life. He began to cry. He lost the presence of the Holy Ghost. That was why he began to sing in Psalm 51. Restore to me. So can you see, just for temporary, for a couple of minutes, and then this man lost the presence of God. So brethren, God wants us to endure the temptation for sexual pleasure. Whether you are single, whether you are married, don't hide it under your garment. Go to the Lord on your need and say, Lord, have mercy and deliver me. And the Lord will have mercy and deliver you in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Now, how can we overcome this temptation? Soak yourself in the word of God. How can you over overcome these temptations? Soak yourself in the word of God, the temptation of sexual pleasure. Soak yourself in the word of God. Meditate on the word of God. You see, any action a man carries out in the physical, he has first, first of all programmed them in his heart. Let your mind, when you let your thinking be thinking of the word of God. Feed your mind with good content, the word of God, the, so that when you think, is the word of God. Even when the enemy comes to you to tempt you, the word of God will spring forth and say, you know the consequences of it. After all, even in revival, what the Lord brought it to you, why do you want to yield? And then you are back again. So you say, no, I cannot go and sin against my God. I cannot do such evil things. So soak yourself in the word of God. Identify what is tempting you. You want to overcome it. Identify what exactly is causing temptation. What, what, what is tempting me? Ask yourself, what is tempting me? Who is tempting me? What is it? Identify that, that thing that is causing that sexual perversion. Is it when you visit a particular friend that your, your lost starts? Is it when you visit a particular website 
that the, 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 the temptation for sexual pleasure begin to arouse? Is it when you begin to read some magazine? There are some evil magazines, many of them all over the world, in the stores. Don't set your eyes on them. Because setting your eyes on them, you are creating an evil image. Anytime we go to store, still went to store, uh, you know, uh, with my children yesterday, and when there's a session, when we get to that, man, I tell them, no, I don't want to see you there. Come over to this side. I saw yesterday. Why? Because I don't want them to feed on evil content. So is it the content you are feeding on? The website? Or maybe it's a, it's a particular, you know, a family or friend that you begin to talk to. Now, so you have to identify what exactly is causing this, this thing. What exactly is the problem? We must be sincere with ourselves. God said, I desire truth in the inward part. Identify what is causing the, the, the sexual you know, the pleasure, temptation. What is, it, what is it that is causing it in your life? Is it a friend? Depart from that friend. Don't let them send you to hell. It doesn't matter how highly rated they may be. Is it there are some people you listen to? Depart from them. Stop listening to them. Is it a movie that you watch? That's why you must be careful of the kind of movie you watch. It's surprising you to hear that Christians are still watching ungodly movies. Recently, I was still talking to one of our youth. I said, looking at your eyes, you didn't sleep when the night. I said, what happened? And the youth began to narrate. I said, you were up in the night. So what were you doing? Were you reading? Were you praying? What were you doing? The youth refused to answer my question. And the youth told me, so... You have been watching movie, and the youth responded, "Yes, I've been watching movie." I said, "Okay, so what kind of movie?" I even thought it was a gospel movie. I mean, a movie that will help the person to pray. But no, a worldly music, worldly uh, movie. I mean, I said, "Look at yourself. Look at the damage you are doing to yourself. You go to work, you go to school, you are coming to church." And yet you stay all night. That's why you are sleeping during the message. Feeding yourself with evil content. So brethren, identify the source. The reason why many people are falling victim is because they have not really been sincere with themselves. to say, this is what is causing this. If there's any friend, anybody you are letting, colleagues at work, that's loading you to sin, separate yourself from them. And in the name of Jesus, the Lord will deliver you in Jesus' name. And lastly, Exercise self-control. Self-control is the key. That's one of the attributes of the Holy Ghost. Learn to control your body. Learn to tame yourself. If you don't know what to do, give yourself to prayer. Give yourself to the study of the word of God instead of yielding yourself to sin. So you are going to lift up your voices this morning. You are going to pray and say, Father, Help me open my eye to see whatever may be tempting me. Lift up your voice and give me victory over them. Make that your prayer this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help me 
open my eyes to see whatever the end might be using to tempt me in the name of Jesus and give me victory over them. Give me victory over them. Give me victory over them in the name of Jesus. You must endure the temptation. You must endure it. That means you must overcome it. Father, give me the grace in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. You are going to say, Father, help me to spend time in the study of your word. Make that your prayer this morning. Father, help me to feed my mind with your word. Help me to feed my mind with your word. Help me to feed my mind with your word. Help me to feed my mind with your word. Help me to feed my mind with your word. Help me to feed my mind with your word. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Your next prayer, you are going to say, Father, the grace to exercise self-control. Give unto me in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voices and pray. The grace to exercise self-control in the name of Jesus. Release upon all our youth. Release all upon all our men. Release upon all our women. Release upon all our children. Release upon all our teenagers. Release upon all our family members. In the name of Jesus, all our brethren in the church, the grace to exercise self-control. In the name of Jesus, the grace to exercise self-control. I receive in the name of Jesus. The grace to exercise self-control. I receive in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are free. Now ask the Lord what you want him to do. Ask him as you go about this Saturday, this special day, what do you want God to do in your life? Now, if you are here, you are not born again. I want you to know that for you to be free, for you not to yield, to exercise self-control, you need the help of a man. And who is that man? The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, the spirit of the living God, is a spirit yet is a man. Now, the Holy Ghost will help you if you allow them, if you accept Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. If the Holy Ghost comes and dwells in you. Oh. He speaks to you. Sometimes he appears. You can see him in a dream like a man appearing unto you. So you are here this morning. You are not born again. I want you to repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today a sinner. Have mercy on me. Deliver me from the consequences of my sin. I repent, I confess them, and I forsake them in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, fill me according to your word in Ephesians 1 verse 13. Deliver me from the trap, from the trap of the enemy, and uproot the desire for sexual loss, if lost in my heart, in the name of Jesus, and deliver my soul. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Lord, I pray for as many that have prayed this prayer, I pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, have mercy on them. Have mercy on them. Write their name in the book of life. Fill them with the Holy Ghost. And I pray, Lord Jesus, deliver them from the traps of the enemy. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now go ahead. <clears throat> go ahead and declare that in the name of Jesus, today shall be a day of testimony for me. Today shall be a day of wonder. Today shall be a day of, of miracle in the name of Jesus. Today shall be a day of testimony. It shall be a day of honor. It shall be a day of breakthrough. Open your mouth and pray 
In the name of Jesus, everything I lay my hand upon today, I will exert in it. I will prosper in it. In the name of Jesus, no evil shall befall me. My hand will not carry evil letter. I will hear good news. My mouth will testify. I will not be a victim of evil. I will not be a victim of accident. In the name of Jesus, now begin to commit tomorrow's programming to the hand of God. Father, tomorrow's services are before you. Lord Jesus, let your power be present. Save soul, heal the sick, open the eyes of the blind. Lord, all the requests of your children, let tomorrow be filled with testimony, with thanksgiving in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. I pray for each one of you. As you go out today, the Lord will go with you. Amen. The Lord will preserve you. You will fight your battle. He will preserve your household. You will not receive evil letter. You will not give evil letter. In the name of Jesus, you will not fall into temptation. In the name of Jesus, whatever you lay your hand upon, you will prosper. The Lord will favor you. Today is your day of testimony. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. And as we appear tomorrow, you will have testimony. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Let somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Let somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Yeah. I know our brother is sharing something. Strange woman and in discipline only bring shame to the person and children. If not for Jesus that separated me from my dad's foundation, we were all suffering from his action. Everyone, every one of us, that in the name of Jesus, the Lord that has delivered you, in the name of Jesus, will deliver the rest of the members of your family in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for sharing that testimony again. That is again confirming this and sharing with us that it has grave consequences. Now let's share the grace together. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.